Hi, Donald. How are you doing? Hello, Bridget. I'm doing great yourself. I'm fine too. Welcome to Let's Nature Life podcast. Thank you very much. And I'm very glad to be here to help all of us Nature Life together. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you also accepted to be part of this conversation. I mean, we've heard a lot of controversies and the anxieties, the fears, the bars about AI. It's just a mixed feeling. But before we take this conversation further, I would like to thank all our listeners for always engaging and listening to our content. Yeah, and I am Bridget Intuapia, your host for this podcast. And I will let my guest introduce himself. So, Donald, over to you. Okay. Thank you very much once again, Bridget. Uh, my name is Welcome. Donald. And I'm a software engineer currently working with Nino Health and AI Labs, which is a artificial intelligence company, which is stated here in Ghana for developing artificial intelligence software for hospitals access medical doctors. So, that is just a little bit about me. Oh, okay. That- that's interesting that's interesting um last year that's november 2022 chat gpt was released and a lot of us were amazed were surprised about the kind of things chat gpt i mean could do and it is not just chat gpt um personally i know of google bad ai chat sonic open ai playground a lot of them so we've heard a lot about ai but i want to know what is this AI all about? Is it just chat GPT and the likes or it goes beyond that? Yeah. Okay. So when we talk of artificial intelligence, right, when I bring it to the um, the least um, easiest way to understand this is anything that is trying to replicate human intelligence, that is artificial intelligence. So okay. even before the existence of chat GPT, I think that is what blew up um, and made the whole concept of artificial intelligence known to the public, especially those in the tech field. But before the emergence mm-hmm. of chat GPT, there were a lot of artificial intelligence in the system, right? And one mm, very I good see. example is Netflix and YouTube. Hey, wow. Have you asked yourself? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have you asked yourself why anytime you go to YouTube, YouTube definitely has a video that is going to catch your attention and you are definitely going to watch it. Mm. Have you asked yourself when you're on TikTok, once you land on a video, the next video is something that you're definitely going to like. So you can spend like about five hours on TikTok watching things you like and you never know that like you spend that much time on TikTok. And the same can be said about Netflix. Mm, I see. All these things have like artificial intelligence that are called recommender systems, right? Mm. Working in the background. So it's learning stuff about you, the user, and feeding you things that it knows you are going to like. Mm. So AI has been the system even before the emergence of ChatGPT, but just that most of the time they had been working in the background. So it's ChatGPT that brought that whole AI through the users themselves instead of it being a background activity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because it was surprising. It, it used just five days to reach one million users. Hey, this, this this is so powerful. And you know, when you talk to people, the common utterances or statements you hear from people is we are scared of artificial intelligence and all that. Why, I mean, why should we even be scared at all since you are an expert in this field? Uh, 
when it comes to the question as to whether you should be head of artificial intelligence, whether it's going to take our jobs or not, there is a yes no answer to this particular question. Okay, I'm curious. Now, <laughs> why am I saying yes? Yes. Why am I saying yes? So, we know with the emergence of ChatGPT, I think I've already explained that. And we've seen what ChatGPT is doing good yeah. so much to tell us how far artificial intelligence has come. So when it comes to simple and repetitive tasks, right? Mm-hmm. At this point, you can say AI mm-hmm. excels so much in it and can do it perfectly as well as a human being can do it. For instance, summarizing a huge document, we know ChatGPT can do that, right? Mm. Yes. So with that, it will take like a human being. Mm-hmm. If it will take a human being like one hour to summarize, let's say a ten-page document. It will take this AI system like a couple of seconds and finish to just summarize this same ten-page document. So, really, let me ask you: Yeah, it's CEO. Which of them will you go for? The AI or the human being? I'll, I'll, I'll go for the AI since it will make things easier and faster. <laughs> exactly, you get it. With the simple stuff uh-huh. like this, right? The AI excels so mm. much that if you are an individual whose work is based just around simple repetitive tasks, then your job is as it is. Now, why would I say no to this? Mm. It's because the reason I'm saying no that AI is not going to replace us anytime soon is based on the fact that. The first thing that I'm going to talk about is, you know, even though we all have things that we do at work, we don't do one particular thing at work, right? Mm-hmm. So we all have different tasks yeah. that we do when we go to work, right? So we should view artificial intelligence as something that is going to assist us do the those boring works, right? Whilst we focus on the more fun and interesting work. The main purpose of AI that we should see is that it's easier to assist us and it make us more productive, right? So something that is going to take us, let's say, five hours to do, right? With AI in the system, if we work together with the AI, it's going to take us like one hour. So that is one reason why I'm saying AI is not replacing our jobs anytime soon. And the second reason, which is going to make a lot of people happy, right? Why AI is not replacing our jobs anytime soon is in artificial intelligence, especially with generative AI like that of AI and ChatGPT, and it's like there is one big problem that it happens that goes on with these AIs, which is called hallucination. And hallucination. hallucination, yes, it's quite a technical term, but the simple way of describing hallucination and artificial intelligence is when the AI gives you something and is very confident what has given you is correct. As new is completely wrong, right? Mm, yeah, I have experienced like, it the before. Yeah, I can tell you that you've experienced that before, yeah, right? Yeah, we chat GPT. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, it happens. Mm-hmm. It happens a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So, for instance, the AI can tell you confidently tell you that Ghana is the capital of, let's say, land and uh, London, mm-hmm. or Accra is bigger than Ghana, something mm-hmm. like that. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The AI will say something like this and to be hundred percent confident that it's it's it's, it's correct. Mm-hmm. Right. And in mm-hmm. fact you can argue with them to keep on saying that it's correct. Mm-hmm. But in in actuality it's completely wrong mm-hmm. and it's completely far off from what mm-hmm. the truth is. Mm-hmm. So that is why it's important that AI is not allowed to work alone, right? Especially in situations or in fields 
where accuracy yeah. is very important, especially in the medical field, right? So, if you have the AI working in hospitals or where you all make sure that things are done correctly and accurately, or else there are going to be huge consequences, you will need AI, a human being, to always be there to confirm whether what the AI is saying okay. or is doing is okay. correct, or like hand in hand with the AI, make sure that they okay. get the best of us. So that is my take on this aspect. Okay, okay. So from what you are saying, AI is not going to work alone. I mean, there should be um, a mixture of human intelligence and artificial intelligence, right? Exactly. Uh-huh. Okay. So um, if you are saying this, then my, my next question will be, what are some of the works or some of the jobs that are at high risk? You know, because I think this year, Goodman Sachs released a report, but I want to know from you, and the report stated some of the jobs that are at high risk, but I want to also know from your perspective, what are some of the jobs or the works that are highly exposed to AI? Okay. So, obviously, the first job that uh, everyone will agree with me that are high risk is um, writers, right? especially those who are mostly into blogs, right? Writing blogs and articles. Mm. <laughs> Extremely okay. high risk because right now you can just give yeah. a topic and it's going to write every single thing mm. for you. So, why else would people, yes, why else would people pay people ah, to like yeah, human yeah. beings to be doing this kind of stuff for them, right? And the second job that is also in high risk, mm-hmm. at high risk, is people such as maybe data analysts, right? So let's look at mm, those tech, tech, tech people. Yes, uh-huh. so these kind of jobs are also at a high risk because now instead of you having a human being analyzing data, analyzing documents and stuff like that. You now have AI like doing this work for you easily, right? And well, in, in actuality, right? If I, I talk about the mm-hmm. jobs that are high risk, I'll end up speaking about every single job in the world. Every single job. Basically, every <laughs> single job in the world is at mm. high risk of AI because the speed at which AI is developing is alarming. Like, yeah, it's alarming, alarming because every day new things are coming up and yes. with chat GPT, they keep on updating Updated. their stuff. So this is extremely alarming. So basically every single job is, is at risk. But the ones which are mostly at risk are jobs that have something to do with maybe the writing and uh, doing stuff mm. that are very like simple and repetitive. Right? Yeah. So if you are in some kind of a work that is very simple and repetitive, you should know that your work mm. is at risk. And I think um, we've seen even in churches, especially in the tech world, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we've seen mm-hmm. a lot of companies like laying off like people. Like you see Google has taken off yeah. 10,000 employees. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can see Amazon. Now because of these like systems, right? Something that you need, let's say, 10 people to do, you can easily have one person doing the work and do it efficiently. Oh, right. this is scary. Yeah, that is very scary. <laughs> so let's look at something like daily graphic, right? Or something that, let's mm-hmm, say, you mm-hmm. need 10 writers to write an article. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, with the emergence of like AI, you can have one person do the work of all these 10 people because mm-hmm. this person will only be like giving the AI prompts. If it makes mistakes, so correct it. 
and like to do it iteratively until it gets it and can even write more articles than what that those 10 people can do so basically mm-hmm. every single mm-hmm. job is as great but there is there, 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 there is a silver lining to this but from what well. you are saying there is still a gap because you made mention of hallucination yeah so even for writers though you enter a prompt or you ask chat gpt or these platforms something it will give you the information but then sometimes issues with trust um reliability accuracy and all that there is a little bit problem but if you since these people keep on updating their stuff it'll get to a time that some of these issues will be resolved so my 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 my, my question is okay it has come it is with us and things keep on changing every day we are seeing new things what can we do or what should we do at all so yes as i said earlier on Every single job is at risk. So what we can do ourselves is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we can better ourselves. That is the easiest and obvious answer in such a situation, right? So I think I watched this particular video and I've read a couple okay. of articles about this whole trend in AI and how it's coming to reflect and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So and this person made reference to like way back mm-hmm. like in history. Did you know that? Before supercomputers were invented, mm-hmm. right, to perform complex calculations and stuff like that, there were people that were called the human computers, right? Mm. And what, what what were they doing? <laughs> All their work was they would just bring them calculations and they would sit down and solve it. Ah. So you have like 10 different people, right? Okay. And they will be given a particular problem. And once mm-hmm. that problem is given to them, all of them are going to solve it after they will compare answers and know which one is correct. So all that they were doing is was to like solve mathematical problems, right? So even um, even before like these supercomputers that came and like we were easily able to solve very complex computations and everything, right? Mm-hmm. There were people that were like doing this, like doing this like as their daily jobs, right? Oh, okay. But okay. once computers grew and once like um, systems came into play, right? These are all you would say they lost their jobs, right? Yeah. Yes, in some way. And I think you've heard of there is this famous mathematician who is called Catherine Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this female black um, mathematician, she was also a supercomputer in NASA, right? I even that. watched the movie on that. Uh-huh. But mm-hmm. now you didn't see human beings sitting down doing the work that Catherine Jones mm-hmm. is doing. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, they are supercomputers, yeah. they just key everything into the yeah. supercomputers and it's done. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So right now, mm-hmm. if you yeah. notice, people who go to school to study mathematics are being taught how to issue commands and write algorithms to solve complex yeah. mathematical yeah. issues, yeah. right? Which I'm pretty sure 10 years back, 10 it years wasn't back, like it wasn't that. going to be the case, mm. right? Uh-huh. So you see a switch in career happening mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. A switch in career is quickly happening here to adapt these kind of things that are happening around it. So what everyone can do is they can quickly, they will, everyone has to quickly adapt to the emergence of AI, right? And mm-hmm. try mm-hmm. to find something right? that makes them unique. Oh, okay. Especially in the afterward of work. Right? If you if you are a writer, right? Mm-hmm. And you write articles, what makes your articles unique and stand out, right? What makes you special? Mm-hmm. That is what we should all seek to be doing, right? 
So, and one thing that we can do to make ourselves unique is, first of all, we should learn how to better use these AI systems because better understanding how to use these AI systems is also going oh, to make okay. it like extremely powerful. And I'm pretty sure when this AI something came, a new job has actually emerged just for comms engineering. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because recently I saw, I think I saw a job description and in it, I saw something like ARM. You have to be familiar with chat GPT, blah, 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 blah. I was like, hey, wow. Those some people are losing something. Others too are gaining. That is it. So in as much as people are losing their jobs, new jobs to be imagined. So we being like this, we should try as much as possible to to be able to like hop on this train. And one thing that I believe we can all do is, and I think everyone should know patient technology or IT, right? Especially with relate with relation to like artificial intelligence, right? Because mm-hmm. there is this, this um, particular concept in AI, which is not okay. a thing yet, okay. but eventually become a thing, which is called personalized AI. Right? Personalized AI. Yes, personalized AI. So I was saying, imagine ChatGPT now knows you and understands you and knows every single thing about you and your career, right? So if you ask okay, it to maybe write okay. a poem, because it knows you and understands you, it will be able to write the poem. That makes it look as though you are the one who wrote mm-hmm. the poem. You get it? Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. and we can have AIs which is developed for, let's say, a particular corporation, mm-hmm. a corporate, particular system. So, wow. for instance, let's say mm-hmm. um, writers right, who work for big publication like agencies, right? When they are writing stories mm. or articles, they probably have a particular format that they write. But if you ask ChatGPT to write an article, it's going to write it in the general format. Right? Mm. But imagine if you could train ChatGPT to understand how you do your things and make it like understand you better and make it do things the way that you want it to do. So, so that is one form mm. of the personalized AI or the specialized AI. Right? Everyone should definitely learn something when it comes to like mm. information technology right understand like basic use of computers and how to like, like interact with this artificial intelligence because it's going to be like a calculator like how calculators mm. are invented and how computers are invented i'm pretty sure these human computers that lost their jobs when supercomputers came for those who did not better themselves and learn how to use computers mm-hmm. they lost their jobs but i'm sure those who better themselves and learned how to use computers these people became assets because yeah. imagine if there is someone who knows how their calculation is being done and knows how to use a tool that is doing a calculation. Mm. Such a person is going to be like an important asset. So all that we need to do is we have to find means and ways to better ourselves mm-hmm. in whatever career that we find ourselves. Mm-hmm. Try and make whatever we do unique. Make ourselves unique. And one way that we can do that is by and entering into information technology, learning skills with regard to information technology, be it programming or something that involves like artificial intelligence. Basically, we shouldn't just back off or avoid it because I have also heard from some people that, oh, AI is something else, me, I'm just avoiding it, I'm just doing my thing. So we shouldn't avoid it, but then we should learn how to use them. Exactly. Oh, okay, okay. Thank you very much. This has been an interesting conversation. So your last words, because we will be wrapping up on this conversation, your last words to our listeners my, my last words will be people shouldn't be scared about the emergence of um, artificial intelligence because they feel they are going to lose their job because 
era rather we should be extremely okay, excited okay. being an era where we see attentiveness flourishing so much right but rather we should instead jump on this train and try as mm. much as possible to know how and make very good use of these systems because before the invention of guns right we are using spear and arrows to hand and now guns okay, came into the okay. system and now because guns has come to the system who is going to be the most valuable person is it the hunter that knows how to hunt with spears and arrows or the hunter that knows how to hunt with a gun the one who knows how to hunt with a gun yeah exactly right so rather we should make try as much as possible to understand and make very good use of these powerful tools that have been given to us and once we have mastered these tools Anytime you are looking for a job or you are looking for, uh, you are searching for any application, mm-hmm. right? If they know that, oh, they are expecting how to use or make use of artificial intelligence or make use of this AI system, you are going to be a very special yeah. person because they know that you are going to be productive mm-hmm. in whatever work that you are going to. So those are my last words. Okay, thank you very much, Donald. And again, thanks for, I mean, accepting to be part of this conversation because it, it is crucial the way things are going the way things are changing i think everyone needs to familiarize him or herself with ai yeah donald so thank you very much and for those out there let's nature life podcast is available on google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, and spotify so continue to listen to us that's all for today and that's how we bring today's episode to an end until then bye donald bye